Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Bottom of the night, Blue Jays need to rally now, trailing Oakland 5-4. Friday night football in the CFL, four minutes and 23 seconds left in the third quarter. Montreal leading Hamilton 21-12 and... Poised to add to the lead, their first and goal from the Hamilton five. Fajardo in trouble. He has to throw it away. So they'll have a second and goal from the five. But uh, Montreal been out playing Hamilton for most of that game. Canadian Elite Basketball League. The Edmonton Stingers continuing their road trip. They are uh, into Elam time and they lead the Brampton Honey Badgers. Well, looks like it's the Stingers who have found the honey tonight, Kellen. Oh, oh. 103.77. So, uh, now I know they blew a 16-point lead in Elan time earlier in the year. Uh, what are they up today? 26? Yeah, should should be enough. I, I would think they have learned from that experience, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah, okay. So, we always like uh, telling different stories here on the show, and I always like when people do interesting and downright quirky things, and I think we have that. Th- well, I hope this guest isn't offended by me calling this what he's doing quirky. I mean that in a good way. Bobby Dubow is checking in tonight. Bobby, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Reed. How are you? I, I'm doing okay. Does the, does the, I hope the word quirky didn't offend you. I've been called worse. <laughs> As have I. Okay, good man. All right. So let's establish some uh, simple things here first. Where are you from? I'm from Delta, B.C. You're from Delta, B.C. Did you mind if I ask your age or your age range? Uh, 37. 37? All right. You're a relatively young man. Uh, and where are you right now? Uh, right now, I'm around Signal Hill in uh, Calgary. And where were you last night? Last night, I was at Investors Group Field uh, watching uh, kind of the beatdown of the season, I think. <laughs> Which I want to talk to you about. Uh, and where are you going to be on Sunday? Sunday, I'll be uh, coming up to Commonwealth. Okay, so you're you're touring CFL Stadium. So we've kind of established the, the basics. Tell everybody exactly what you're trying to do now. So I'm trying to uh, set the record for the fastest time to visit nine CFL stadiums. Uh, this happened, uh, I got the idea last year, I guess. I was stuck in Montreal during uh, Hurricane Fiona. I was trying to get out to Nova Scotia. So nothing to do in Montreal except watch a CFL game. And then after one night in Montreal, you got to get out of there and go to Ottawa and watch another CFL game. So I figured uh, maybe I can get all nine of these eventually. And the schedule makers made it, uh, made it, uh, it they planned it out so I can do it within a three-week period here. So Okay, well, and I'm going to give the dates of what you're doing as we move along. Uh, and, and I want to talk more about the, how Guinness, uh, the Guinness World Record people got involved in this as well. But are you... Like a CFL fan, a sports fan in general, how would you describe your your interest there? I'd say I'm a fairly big CFL fan, a sports fan, basically anything from uh, darts to curling to uh, who knows what's what's the weirdest thing I've seen. I've been I was out in Qatar for the World Cup uh, in Russia as well, so. Uh, pretty big sports fan, I guess, but a pretty big CFL fan as well. Okay, so traveling to go to sporting events and organizing travel and tickets is something you're fairly familiar with at this point in your life. Yeah, and I think it's a great way to uh, kind of get a taste of uh, taste of the 
of the city, right? That's uh, at least you'll you'll meet the regular people at the games, right? Okay, that's that's a good point. So you'd been to CFL games before you went to last year in Montreal and Ottawa. Uh, yeah, I've been to a bunch of Lions games growing up, um, season ticket holder for the last few years. Um, but yeah, I've been to Labor Day Classic. Never been up to Edmonton, though. So. Oh, never for anything, eh? Uh, I think I went for some sort of sales conference 20 years ago. That's yeah. about it. Or you probably went to West Edmonton Mall or something like that. Okay, so, all right. So now, as you said, this is going to be a Guinness World Record for fastest to visit all CFL stadiums. So I'm curious, was there an existing record that you are beating or are you establishing a new record? No, I actually looked it up. I, I saw someone had said it for NFL stadiums. Um, I looked for anything in CFL. I think there's one CFL record that I think I think Bo, Le- Bo Levi Mitchell has in the Guinness Book. But uh, as far as that, it's just going to be me and him once I uh, <laughs> once I finish up this trip. All right. So how do you? What's the process for getting Guinness to? take this seriously and recognize it i guess i just had to come up with a convincing argument uh you had to wait a very long time because uh if you want to hear back from guinness uh you got to pay a lot of money i hear they they process about a thousand applications a day so uh i think there's a lot of no's and luckily i was able to sneak through uh maybe by accident but they stamped yes on mine so now uh, now we're here so i I know from having covered people or groups who have done guinness records in the past it's incredibly detailed i mean we have the world's longest hockey game here in the Edmonton area, and they they can't just go out and skate around for several days. They have to keep a score sheet and have refs and all that kind of stuff. What do you have to do to sort of prove this, prove this to them that they'll recognize it? Absolutely. So I need to uh, submit video evidence. Uh, luckily, I only need to submit two minutes every hour. I'm actually attending the games. I need to have independent witnesses, which I found out last night might be a problem if your team's getting beat down uh, in the fourth quarter and you have to stay till the end of the game to to verify that I was there. Uh, lots of documents, lots of uh, photos, videos. Uh, they appreciate any any media coverage, I guess, to kind of validate it as well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, evidence is key with them, and basically they tell me what I need to provide, and I'll provide all of it. So you have to stay for the entire game no matter what. That's one of the rules. Uh, yeah, and I thought that might have been a good idea too, just in case uh, somebody wanted to break this incredible record in the future. Uh, maybe there was a two games in one day, but it'd be tough to get the two games in one day if you have to be at the entire game for both of them. So okay, uh, so you went. You went. The first game last night was BC at Winnipeg, and you mentioned what a beatdown. And I was talking with a colleague earlier on the show that uh, BC beating Winnipeg thirty to six maybe doesn't look make the Elks look so bad after they got shut out uh, by BC. I assume you're a Lions fan. Are they the real deal? Uh, I, I guess so. Even I was shocked yesterday. I was sitting there like an idiot wearing a BC Lions Hawaiian shirt, and I, and I was expecting to get heckled the whole game, but everybody was pretty quiet. So. <laughs> okay. So here I'll give everybody your, your personal schedule. Winnipeg last night, Calgary tomorrow, Edmonton Sunday, June 30th, 
You're going to be in Ottawa, so you'll see the Elks again. Then July 1st, you're in Montreal. July 3rd, Toronto. July 6th, you're in Regina, so you're going to see the Elks there as well. Then July 8th in Hamilton, and then your last game, I guess, is the closest thing you got to a home game. Uh, July 9th, BC hosts Montreal. Did you have different permutations? Were you hoping to do it even faster than you're, you're doing it, or tell us about putting it together? Well, it would need to be over three weeks anyway, just because there's only four game four games a weekend. Uh, luckily, I caught two weekends back-to-back where there's three Western teams and three Eastern teams playing at home. Uh, the only thing I'm really worried about is uh, getting from Regina to Hamilton to Vancouver on the on the final weekend of the uh, of the record attempt. Oh, that's going to be the tough one. So you got July sixth in Regina, July eighth Hamilton, but then you got to be back in Vancouver for July. What are the times of those games? I got to look it up. Oh, now. The, the Vancouver games at four o'clock, so I can only miss a few flights. Oh, right. Luckily in Canada, the airlines are very dependable. So. <laughs> That's, that must be the funniest thing ever on this show. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just double-checking. So July 8th, Hamilton plays at 5 Mountain Time, 4 o'clock BC time, and then the Lions play at 4 o'clock BC. So I assume you'll, you'll, go, you'll drive up to Toronto, though, and go Toronto to Vancouver. Yeah, I'm staying right by the airport, nothing a chance, and uh, I got an early, early flight. Is anybody getting to BC around 10. Is anybody doing this with you? Uh, I don't think, like you said, nobody's uh, quirky enough to to do it with me. No. <laughs> what have your friends and family said about this? Uh, they've kind of just ignored it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, nobody's nobody's like, hey, go do it, Bobby. Good for you. <laughs> no, no, they're like, okay, yeah, something weird, go for it. <laughs> well, have you done things like this? You, you've mentioned you've traveled a lot for sports. Have you ever tried to to set a record before? No, but I've always dreamed about becoming a Guinness World Record holder, right? That's what you say. What do you want to be when you grow up? And now I can accomplish it with time, with time to spare. Uh, what do you do for a living, by the way? And, and is work accommodating this in any way? Uh, well, I work for a, for a real estate company. We do a lot of stuff in Nova Scotia. Um, so uh, that's why I was trying to get out there originally. So if it wasn't for... For them, I would have never even had this idea. So. Oh, neat. Okay. Well, uh, well, good for you. Have, have you told anybody with the league or any of the teams what you're doing? Uh, I tried to keep it quiet just in case somebody decided to uh, set the record with me. Uh, so I didn't really get the word out until yesterday. The league I haven't heard back from. The BC Lions I told the other day. They didn't seem too excited but now they're now they saw everybody uh all the media coverage i'm getting now they're totally on board thankfully so uh, yeah basically the the witnesses i need they have to be independent so i didn't really contact the clubs so you you almost just have to go to the stadium and start talking to people and say hey i'm doing this and you got to get a picture with them or they sign something or what they sign a witness statement, and I'm sorry to tell you, you're gonna to have to wait till the till the final gun here, whether your team's down by 20 points or not. Oh, good sure point. Won't be a problem at Edmonton, eh? Uh, well, I'll be there till the final gun. Hopefully, we have reason to stay till the final gun. Um, okay, so well, th- I think this is fun that you're doing this. Good for you. And you mentioned you've traveled a lot. <laughs> In the middle of uh, in the middle of Doha, it was it was pretty uh, surreal experience. Well, that's pretty cool. Do you have any other sports trips planned this year? 
I think my uh, all my focus is just on uh, on the record, right? Like, Do this, uh, right? One at a time. Yeah. Like, like one, our one, one game at a time. Like yeah. everybody, all the pros say, right? <laughs> like our our hockey coach Jay Woodcroft says, keep the picture small. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one Guinness <laughs> World Record at a time. That's that's all yeah. you need. Okay. Uh, well, Bobby, this is fun. Thanks for doing this. Uh, so you're you're one ninth of the way there. Clearly, you'll see Calgary, Saskatchewan tomorrow. I don't know if I'll get to meet you on Sunday, but you might be on with the guys. I'm not part of our football broadcast crew, but you might meet the guys if uh, if they pull you into the booth on Sunday. So that'll be another chance for you to be on on six thirty. Shit. How many interviews have you done now? I've just done one with uh, Kelly Moore out in uh, at CJOB in in Winnipeg before the game yesterday, and uh, I'll be doing back to back in Edmonton. Calgary's pretty quiet for some reason. I don't know. All right, they don't know they have a football team. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll we'll see what they do tomorrow against the Riders. That's going to be interesting. All right, Bobby, thanks for doing this. Uh, And I know you're you're busy and you're you're traveling and you probably need to grab something to eat. But thanks for hopping on Inside Sports. All the best, man. I look forward to seeing your name in the Guinness Book of World Records. All right. Thank you very much, Reed. You have a good one. That is Bobby DeBoe checking in. So he's trying to establish this record for the fastest to visit all CFL stadiums. He started yesterday in Winnipeg, and he plans to wrap up in Vancouver on July 9th. That's fun. And he's a big sports fan. He's been to World Cups. He's been to uh, other events. He's been to other CFL games. He likes the BC Lions. So that was pretty Kellen, that was neat, eh? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a, log- a potential logistical nightmare if one of the flights on his last weekend uh, decides to uh, vanish or something like well, that. Well, yeah, and that's what, he's most, scenario, but that's what he's most worried about, that that last one going from Hamilton to Vancouver. I we, think he'll do it. I think, I, I think he'll do it. Yep. Uh, we did have uh, Rob Suggett, the Edmontonian, Oh, probably seven or eight years ago now, maybe even longer. We were, we, the, the Oilers were still in the old building. He mm-hmm. did the 30 games and 30 nights yes. in the NHL. This was before Vegas and Seattle were in the league. So he was able to, to pull that off, and we interviewed him while he was doing that because I think game eight or nine, he got to come home to Edmonton for, for a day. Well, that's good for Bobby. That, that's fun. you got to find a way to get into the Guinness Book of World Records. He's going to do that. 780-496-0063. If you want to check in before we wrap it up, of course, that is the hotline presented by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty Pro all the way. Back in a couple of minutes. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton. With 12 and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter, uh, Hamilton, they hit a couple deep balls early, got field goals, but go to uh, 2 and 0, and this will be 0 and 3 for Hamilton. Calgary, Saskatchewan tomorrow, Edmonton home to Toronto on Sunday, 3 30 for the countdown to kick off, and the game at 5 here on 6 30. Chet, short week for the Elks, said they're going to be in Ottawa to play the Red Blacks on. Friday. <laughs> what? It sounded like you were falling off your chair. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's like red what? I just I just like saying it that way. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. Uh, what are we going to do here? Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Go ahead, Kellen. A couple of quick ones to end off the week here, Reed. We got Darcy texting in on a, a potential Oilers free agency target, asking about uh, the interest on right defenseman Scott Mayfield. He has a big body, should yeah. perhaps be inquired about as well. That's from Darcy. Yeah, I've, I've seen some of those rumors as well that Edmonton could be one of the more likely destinations for Mayfield. Yeah, he's a big guy, six five. I think he's around two twenty. Uh, not bad offensively. He had twenty four points last year for the Islanders. I was just double-checking his stats. Um, 
He was $1.45 million last year. I, I mean, you'd have to get him in that range. And, and again, the only player that I feel like for sure by the Oilers is going to be moved out, um, it, it seems like Yamamoto at this point. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind adding a player like Mayfield, again, because of the size. We talked a lot last year about the Oilers needing some beef on the back end, and they did add some of that with Ekholm. And... You know, and again, like Bouchard's going to be on the team. I know there are rumors about CC, but for argument's sake, let's assume CC is going to be back. Uh, and, and if healthy, he should play better. Uh, now, Vinny DeHarnay, again, everybody loves his story, loves his effort, loves his journey to the NHL. Um, are, are your, your team, though, is better if if uh, if Vinny DeHarnay is, you know, more of a seventh defenseman or a six-seven, as opposed to a guy who's who's maybe playing all the time. And, and I think Mayfield would be a player who would probably, you know, bump DeHarnay down into that role where he's in the NHL, but he's not a regular on the back end. Yeah, I I think that that's a fair comment that that should be a player that the Oilers uh, should look at. You know, once we get into free agency, we'll see. Uh, I I mean, again, it, it it seems like at this point the one free agent that is it looks very likely like he's going to be an oiler is uh is connor brown the the forward who spent last year with washington though he hardly played and is a former teammate of connor mcdavid with the erie otters but no i think that's a who is that from darcy i think darcy, that's a, yeah yeah i know i think that's a fair uh a fair a fair text a fair message that that's a name to remember free agency scott mayfield for sure Mm-hmm. Uh, quick one coming in from an unknown uh, texter tonight. By the way, if you have a handle or anything like that, just uh, sign it at the end of your text, and I can uh, sign it on my little screen here, and then you'll forever be known to us, at least, by that handle. So you don't have to be the unknown texter. Uh, but they texted and said, Do you know that Keith Morrison from Date- Dateline NBC is from Lloyd Minster? I don't think I knew that. Well, they're... It is. I am just doing a quick Google myself just to confirm, but... Yeah, born in Lloyd. I don't know how long you lived there. Interesting. If I knew that, I'd forgotten. Yeah, there we go. See, we learned something. All right, fun uh, border (laughs) city facts. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've I've enjoyed my visits to Lloydminster in the past. Well, they got big border markers there. They do. If you like big orange erect things, that's where you want to go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) When I said that, I thought of Yuppie all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, pull the shoes. that's, That's enough. Uh, that's all right. Thanks. There we go. Thanks for those messages. By the way, uh, that that was a final. That basketball score. The game was over. Three seventy-seven. I was looking at the website, and it still had time on the clock. So I thought that the uh, Elam ending had just started. That was the final. The Stingers win one hundred three seventy-seven over the Brampton Honey Badgers. Uh, Nick Hornsby, good game for the Stingers. He had. 18 points and 15 rebounds as the uh so what's their record now stingers are five and four honey badgers are now five and five just trying to let's check out some other stats here uh brody clark who we've had on the show several times over the years he had uh eight points so they kind of spread it around this evening i don't see i don't see attica uh peter mcneely who we had on the show earlier 
Okay. Anyway, Stingers won 103 28-12, Montreal leading Hamilton. 10-40 left in the game there. And baseball tonight, the uh, Oakland A's do not win a lot. But they uh, win tonight over the Blue Jays. 5-4 is the final. Oakland uh, able to get the winning run in the top of the ninth. Good to have Terry Vaughn on the show. Yeah, he's going to be going into the uh, Wall of Honor August 27th. The uh, members of the 1993 team are going to be honored on uh, Sunday as it is 90s night at Commonwealth Stadium. We had Trent Brown on last night talking about that. Damon Allen's going to be in town for that, so that is pretty cool. 3.30 is the countdown to kickoff here on 6.30, Chad, and the game will start at 5. Big thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Have a great weekend.